I'm feeling so much fear about this episode. Why is that? Oh my gosh, because we we go we 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 get in. Yeah. We do. This episode is not for small children. If they are in the car with you, put your headphones on. This is all about married sex and what happens when we walk down that aisle and suddenly things are not what we expect them to be. Yeah, what about married sex? Absolutely, and yeah. giving yourself permission to finally enjoy And breaking down walls in the process. So let's see what happens. Hi, I'm Tira. And I'm Wes. Welcome to I Get It, the podcast that lets you know we are all on this wild ride together. Speaking of wild rides. Okay, okay, Wes. (laughs) We are here to have those hard conversations you typically don't even have with your best friend. Yeah, from navigating parenthood to living with adventure and generating income so we can actually retire one day. No topic is off limits, and we call body parts what they are. Life isn't always easy, and you are not alone. Welcome to I Get It. Hello. Hey, baby. <laughs> hey. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's nice to be sitting here with you this morning. Yeah. I feel like it's I haven't talked to you. been a long morning. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are back in school. How's that going? <laughs> You're asking me? Yeah. yeah it's going great. Yeah. Uh, we drop one off at the bus at like 6.30, a. 6.40, Holy which is moly. crazy. Yeah, bless his heart. But um, he's killing it. Yeah. And uh, the other, everybody loves school right now. Everybody so. loves, well, almost everybody loves school. Yeah. You know, school can be a struggle sometimes. Yeah. But we have our school systems in place. All the kids know where their clothes are every morning. We're getting our lunches packed. Every kid has been there on time so yeah. far, which is an actual miracle in our home. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I keep thinking because we have one ride in the bus. And so I keep thinking, oh, I'm going to see this bus because there's like a couple blocks between us and bus stop. And I'm going to see this bus one day. Pulling away. And I'm going to be like, what? Well, now I have to go back home, get in the car. Yeah. Or can I flag them down? Because they actually come towards our home. Mm. And I'm wondering if they would stop. That's I think question. they would. Yeah. I think maybe you just need to like send some snacks to her. Yeah. And so she'll be more willing, be like, ooh, maybe he has a snack today. Yeah. I'll so, stop. So That's we'll funny. see. Yeah. yeah. We were up last night um, with Dr. Glenn and Phyllis Hill. Uh-huh. Good friends and people we've learned a lot from. Yep. And we have a lot more on that soon of kind of uh, what's going on there, which is uh, some fun, some fun things. Yes. If you've listened to any of our podcasts, really, we talk about the connection codes, which is the blueprint for human connection that they have created. And it has changed our marriage. It's changed our lives and how we communicate. And we're so excited to be partner with with them to create some incredible content. And just anytime we get to sit down with them, we just have a million and one light bulb aha moments. Yes. Um, So that's, we need a whole time just to like, process process that and then and then come on and talk about that stuff yes but i will say that hanging out with them (laughs) makes me think about sex you know yeah because well one dr glenn is a sexologist and they're so incredibly open and i've always thought that you and i were open about sex and, and we have been our entire relationship but they are a whole nother level of open which i yeah love and it's inspired me so much and you and I were struggling sexually when we were introduced to them last year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really, we were struggling 
sexually for the first 12 years of our marriage. And, and not that we didn't have moments of trying. I mean, we've talked about this previously, but just overall, we were just getting it done. That was the goal of it. And so we were talking with them. And so we were thinking about like sex before you're married versus after and what happens, what that transition is. And just thinking about our makeout sessions before we got married. Yeah. Holy moly. We would make out for hours. Yep. Literally hours. I would be sweating. Like I can remember (laughs) physically being just like pouring sweat as we were just like going to town. We never had intercourse before we were married, which you disagree with me. I regret it. We should have done it. We were married in our hearts. Screw everything else. Like literally I would have, we would have had incredible sex (laughs) if we had just gone ahead and done it. But then what if, I I don't know. I mean, post marriage, you know, post married date or post wedding. There you go. Uh That's better. Would it have been like as cool? No, because it still sucked. Yeah. You know, like we would have at least already had that foundation of what it could have looked like versus we went from having these like hot and heavy makeout sessions of like trying to do everything but actually have sex Mm -hmm. to getting married, going on our honeymoon and like that night, it may have been three minutes of the experience. I walk out of the bathroom. You have rose petals on the bed. Three minutes later, we're laying in the bed like, oh, okay, great. (laughs) Was it three minutes even? I mean, it was very short. (laughs) We probably kissed a few times and that was it. That was literally all that happened other than the actual act of intercourse. Yeah, I know so many wedding night stories that that's, you know, it's tough uh, when we haven't had sex, you know what I mean? Wedding night, it's like this, okay, here's the fireworks, you know, you see yeah. all the movies, you, um, this is what's going to happen, it's going to be amazing, and then boom, like, it was pretty bad. Yeah. You know? Now, on the flip side of that, I also do know couples and heard brides in their like getting ready room who were previously having sex a lot. And and I'm not here to say one way or another. I just said I would have loved to have sex with Les before we were married. But they would make comments being like, yeah, there's no way I'm having sex with him tonight because mm. we're going to be so tired, you know? And so I really think as a whole, for the majority of people, whether you were previously sexually active or not at all, that wedding night is really just a pretty big bummer. Yeah, but there's no way I wouldn't have had sex. Well, because you had not had sex. So that's the difference. If we had been banging it up every day leading up to it, we may have been like, I don't know if we would have, because we had a two o'clock wedding. We had plenty of time. But if we'd had a night wedding that, and we were dancing and partying until midnight, yeah, yeah, I mean, I may have, I may have been tired, you know. Yeah, I don't I, fault I would, those women. I would have been like, hey, I'm playing that wedding card right now. <laughs> and like, doesn't matter, you know. We are doing it. Yeah. So, but pretty much as a whole, from conversations that we've had, wedding night has tended to be fairly disappointing. Yeah, I haven't heard of the fireworks. 
right. from any friend. For, you know and I mean? it doesn't matter which side that they fall on of sexually active or not. It's yeah. just kind of a flat line. And so if you're, if you haven't had sex and you're about to get married, you know, you're mm-hmm. engaged. Yeah. Uh, I think we're just trying to set some expectations for you. It's not going to be fireworks. You're learning a lot about things, but you know what? It is a great time for intimacy. It's a great time to have fun and just understand that like the intercourse part probably ain't going to be like what you see in the movies. Oh, it's definitely not going to be what you see in the movies. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like married sex for a long time is not like you see in the movies. Right. And so that's what we're actually talking about. We're, I'm not trying to like prep anybody up that's engaged right now. No offense. But I'm really thinking more of people that went into marriage and thought that sex was going to be this thing and it's not. It's just not. And so really talking to Glenn and Phyllis, we were having this conversation and he was like, well, of course it's not the way that it used to be because y'all stopped doing everything. You became so focused on just the act of getting it done that you took out all of the hype and all of the hot and steamy. Yeah. Whereas before Uh you're making out for hours sometimes. You know what I mean? Because that's all you have to do right there. (laughs) Yeah. But now after sex, we're like, hey, just getting slot A and the slot B, as Glenn says, but it's just having intercourse. And so you think that that's the band shebang. That's the end. So it's like, that's what you do. And then you're like, oh, well, that lasted all of, you know, 20 seconds. Right. You know? Right. Or you went into it and it was painful. You know, it was, it was not a good experience, not even just like mentally and emotionally, but physically it was a very bad experience. Yeah. It can be very painful. And so whenever you're, this is just now set the tone for your sexual intimacy mm-hmm. relationship. Now this like what was supposed to be this peak moment has now flatlined what it's going to look like from here on out unless you really step back and assess and redo and don't give up, which is super rare. Yeah. You know, and I think that that is what we did. We were just like, okay, well this is what we do now. This is how it's going to be. And we're married now. So like we are dealing with, I don't know why we didn't, we just weren't as busy the week before our wedding. And then suddenly we come home and our responsibilities tripled. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yeah. And well, I think it's cause that's the only thing you have in your mind. Like that's the only thing going on in your life. Do you know what I mean? You may have all these other things, but that is the, it's like when we're remodeling a house, that is like our, it takes so much of our time. And then, right. When we're not remodeling a house, we're like, we don't have enough time to do it. But then when it happens, we do. Yeah. That's like the big Everest in front of you. Yeah. So you get married and suddenly you have to worry about life insurance and bills and all of these things together. So I guess before you're thinking about these things individually, I say, okay, I have a bill to pay. I just pay it. It's on my own. But now it's a conversation. It's checking our bank accounts. Everything is just more involved because it's two people. So therefore you have less time. You have less energy to be like, okay, well, let's go make out for two hours before we do this thing. Yeah. And you're just done. You know, at the end of the day, you're like, eh, I'm toast. Let's just get this thing done and let's move on. And I really think that that is where the majority of couples tend to fall into. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that we did. And because... And still do. Oh, 
at time, well, not not the way it used to be. No, I, yeah, I agree. No, we have not had sex the way that it used to be in a year. That doesn't mean we haven't had quick, let's get it done, but we're getting it done together, not I'm just going to be a body for mm-hmm. you to do yeah. this, which is what we were dealing with previously. I was like, okay, I'm just going to serve you. Here we go. Let's get, let's do it. Yeah. And I think for me, because you also then deal with those layers of shame and guilt and just embarrassment. And I don't, I I went through that year too, or I just felt like I wanted to cover myself all the time. I didn't want you to see me. I didn't want you to touch me because I just had so much shame in myself. And I felt like I'm not supposed to be this fiery, sexy being, you know, I'm a lady. I am a lady and I will not have a painting line and I will, you know, cross my T's and talk my eyes and sit with my legs crossed. And now all of a sudden you want me to go into the bedroom and like growl at you or something. I don't know. I don't (laughs) Sure. That'd be awesome. I've never growled. (laughs) (laughs) But suddenly you want me to just like rip everything off and go wild and like just bare my soul and not have a care in the world. Yes. I I couldn't do that. I cannot, I could not transition my mind to give myself permission to do that because I so badly want to be viewed as someone who has it together and is ladylike. And so really for us, what I discovered, one of the big things with working with Dr. Glenn Phillips, it was really just getting permission, just hearing from someone else who is this like beautiful couple that are just presents to the world. You know, they're not, you know, they're just like grown adults, you know, they're like your parents, honestly. Yeah. And to be like, oh yeah, you can still be like that in the bedroom. You know, that doesn't make you any less of a person or there's no shame there because you're with your one and only. You're Mm. with the one person that you've invited into that experience of your life and that you've said yes to and that hopefully you've done the emotional work with so that you feel safe in there. And I also think that that is a lot of the beginning of marriage is we are no longer doing that emotional work with each other. We either haven't taken the time to understand each other through our love languages or Enneagram or connection codes to really connect on that emotional level. So we are not feeling safe as we walk into that bedroom. And we definitely struggled with that for years. You know, that wasn't the first five years of our marriage, but it was definitely year five through 10. I didn't feel safe to bear my soul to you in our bedroom. And so that is definitely something that stunts you. So doing that emotional work first, then giving yourself permission to go back at it again, the way you did when you dated, the way that you did early on when you just could not keep your hands off of each other. I can remember we were engaged in the car with, and I was with my mom and she looked at me and she said, do you lust after him? And the way that it was worded was kind of no offense moment, but you know, like (laughs) made it sound like it was a bad thing. If I did, I I read that as 
I should not be lusting after you. But my answer was like, I didn't say this part of it, but I was like, hell yeah, I do. Of course I lust after him. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's kind of the goal. And all I wanted was to rip his clothes off all the time, you know? Yeah. And so just allowing yourself to feel safe enough to have those feelings again and then creating the space to do it. Yeah. So having those, which Wes and I were doing great early on and we fell off, but really creating that time to schedule those dates and have that one true sex night, you know, where that's what you do that night with everything set up. I know we have previous episodes about the details of a sex night of what do you need in order to prepare, get the kids out of the house or husband puts the kids down or volunteers to get up early with them the next day without question. And what do you need so you can mentally prepare and become yourself again and not just be mom, wife, business owner, yeah, whatever other categories that you identify yourself with, but now just become you. Yeah. Sex goddess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keeper love- of the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> like the pleasure center, you know? <laughs> like keep going here. <laughs> just I'm like- into this. <laughs> I don't know. I was about to <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop there. I love that like just you know, married couples, we can have that. That's that's you and me. Right. We're the only one that owns that. It's just you and me. And that's our time that we can Right. Growl or whatever. <laughs> I don't know why we're saying growl know, today. Because that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's just, that's us. So, uh, yeah, I love that. Yes. And another phrase that I've heard a lot recently is don't yuck someone else's yum. Have you heard that phrase? No. Oh, I've definitely heard that phrase. Where would I hear that? Like Podcasts. I don't know. Yeah, I listen to podcasts. That's probably where I've heard it from. Hmm. Don't yuck someone else's yum. And so I think that that's where we tend to struggle. If there are things that we're wanting to try or we're curious about or we think about, we're afraid that our partner or someone else is going to yuck it. Yeah. You know, maybe we've heard somebody else be like, oh, that's too weird. Or it was made fun of in a movie or someone was sarcastic about it. So that shuts you down. It makes you feel like, ooh, I'm embarrassed. I have shame. Let's just get this thing done and we're never going to talk about what we actually want because I'm, I am don't know how to open up in that way in case you yuck it. Oh, that, I mean. You relate to that. Yes. With you? Yeah, me, being afraid that I'm going to yuck you. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I'll bring this up. <laughs> oh, gosh, now I'm nervous. You know, before we were married, I guess, or right after we were married, someone said to you at some point, Mm. that a vagina smells like a fish or something. Oh, Jesus. We're going to talk about this right now. Uh, Yes. And I'm just like, that honestly caused so much. um, Oh, yeah. Like, don't even get close to it. A hundred percent. I kept you away. For years. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always just like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. I'm just picturing our mailman listening to this right now. Hey, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this is real talk. I mean, but the thing is, is like one person told you that. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah. No, I mean, that's like a thing that people are sarcastic about. Yes. 
I, I've I'm heard not that in these circles than... that you're hanging out with. <laughs> but you know, what I mean that that one thing in high school you caused know? Yeah. years mm-hmm. of a wall that I had to slowly break down. Oh gosh, yeah, you're lucky even still, and I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, and and so I mean, how many things are in your life and in my life have we heard or perceived? That are just completely untrue. Mm-hmm, that someone is yucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I understand that different people have different pheromones and you have to make sure you're... Luckily, like I don't... We like smell, how each other Yeah, we, we work well. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's just such a false statement in our relationship that, you know, caused years of uh, yeah shame maybe. Totally. You know? it, it definitely... And that is probably one of many things that I had in my head that I'd heard either guys growing up at the lunch table make fun of Mm. or guys in movies or wherever, you know, there were numerous things like that that I had in my head that made me want to close my body off to you for sure. And so really like hearing this other couple talk about intimacy in a way that was so life-giving and so beautiful and gave you permission to like go buy the sex toy Hmm. you know get the special stuff get if you want to get a get a costume you know (laughs) was posted recently have to get a flight attendant costume for a bachelorette party um i don't know it's somewhere and he has got very high expectations (laughs) over this flight attendant costume yes i do but do what give yourself permission to step into something new without the fear of rejection mm. and even just rejecting yourself before it even begins. You know, do the emotional work with your partners to feel safe with each other and then buy a vibrator if you don't already have one. Mm. I'm saying this, my mom is listening. Um, my best friend, she knows what drawer to clean out. You know, <laughs> like if something happens to Wes and I, mm. this is where you have to go. Yes, there's an SD card in there from our camera. Dispose of it. <laughs> Do not put it in a camera. Do not watch it. <laughs> she knows what to do. I've left some money for her in that drawer to do this job for me. <laughs> <laughs> have the drawer. Buy the stuff. Invest in it. So you can continually give yourself permission to experience what you actually thought it was going to be mm. when you got married. Yeah. That you shut down a week into marriage because it wasn't turning out the way it was supposed to. And if it was painful for you early on, if that was or is still something very triggering that is something that you need to probably seek counsel for because not only now do you need to figure out the source of that pain and get help you need to alleviate that pain because it's not supposed to be that way, but also your brain is now signaling sex is pain, sex is pain, sex is pain, whether or not it even physically hurts anymore. So you have this part of your brain that's rejecting it without maybe you even consciously realizing you're rejecting it. Yeah. So you may have some work that you need to do in that area to to relieve your brain of that pain and to process that pain so you can now enter in this new phase of your marriage where 
you can actually feel the pleasure from it without being blocked by those early days of pain. Yeah. And that is common and it happens to so many people, but nobody talks about it. So you feel like you're broken. And so you just stop trying because it freaking hurts. So why am I going to continually set myself up over and over again to do something that hurts or that reminds me of hurt? And same with sexual trauma, you know, dealing through that sexual trauma so you can come out on the other side and having a counselor and having someone to process that with you. And that's something else that Wes and I struggled with early in marriage. Like the first two penises that I ever interacted with were forced on me. Hmm. I did not want those penises in my life. And so I, God gave me three boys and I just know he's just put so many penises (laughs) in my life because I just don't, I'm having to work through my relationship with the male body. And that's just from trauma. That's just from things that I've had to overcome and still to this day have to work through. Yeah. But I'm finally at a point where I'm not allowing that to block me from enjoying my partner Mm. and enjoying what that thing can do, you know? (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. You know, now we've gone too far. Yeah. So I just, today I just want to give you permission because somebody showed up in my life and gave me permission and that changed everything. And they also introduced me to tools that opens up conversation with us to do that. Absolutely. In the faith-based world, Mm -hmm. church world, Christians, Mm -hmm. this is a very touchy subject. Hard to talk about because, you know, I think our entire lives and put into it. We're like, don't have sex, don't have sex. Don't even think about sex, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely don't buy a vibrator. Yeah, don't do anything that would make you stumble or anything like that. Right. It's like, dog, now that I'm with my wife, like, there's a, there's a, such a, there's this freedom. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we just have to go, you know, we, we think there's all this freedom, mm-hmm. but then in reality, we're having to pull back all these layers of the onion mm-hmm. or break down all these walls just to get to where we want. Right. But you know, it's beautiful in a way because you are worth it. And we get to spend all of this time learning each other and pulling back those layers and breaking down the walls and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that I know that no matter what, you know, the fear in me right now is like, well, what if you had that with somebody else? But you know when To get that would be another 15 years. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think that that's, that's the beautiful thing is like you have this with this, with your spouse. Yeah. With this um, person. But it definitely needs to be a conversation with your spouse. It definitely needs to be, um, there might be some counseling that needs to be involved, mm-hmm. you know, um, but enjoy it. Enjoy sex. There's your permission. Wes just gave it to you. Do you know, it's just, man. Yeah. And, and it's okay to talk about it. You know, and I'm speaking to myself here because just in having conversations with Glenn and Phyllis, like we're like, oh, we have to, do we have to dance around this? But no, I mean, they're just so open about talking, you know, yeah. and I love that. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully that'll encourage you yeah. too. Yeah. And so that's really what this episode was for, was giving you permission to enjoy your partner. And enjoy yourself. And I can remember when I turned 30, writing a blog post about sex. This was the first time I ever really openly talked about it. 
to the public. And just having this revelation. You probably talked about it more in the blog post than you did to me. <laughs> Let's be real. No, that's not true. Because this specific thing I know we talked about. I had yeah. this revelation of like, man, I have spent so much money traveling the world. I mean, we've been to 30 countries. You know, I've, I've seen Rome. And here's this dynamite thing that is right here, right inside of me that I don't do anything with. Literally, I don't ever do anything to experience it or enjoy it. But yet I'll spend $1,200 to go to Japan, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's this whole thing, this whole part of life that I have just completely missed out on because I would not take the time to open my myself up to it mentally and emotionally. Yeah. And so it's really just having that realization that you have this thing that just is like with you all the time <laughs> that's there to make you feel dang good. Well, again, God has designed this body like perfectly, right? Yeah. And there to connect you with the person that you love. And it may take working through that to get there, but that's part of its purpose. And don't shut it down before you get the fireworks. Yeah. You know, you got fireworks inside your body. <laughs> like that's what it is, and I love a don't green finale. Fireworks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't eat them. Yeah, they're just already in there. Yeah, they're naturally right? there. They're naturally. You got a grand finale up in there. It's all organic. Yeah, the one that like shoots up and then like has a little down. You know, like rains down. That's my favorite one. Yeah. So you got that one <laughs> already in you. So here's your permission to go find it and set it off. Mm. Whenever you want to. Yeah. With the person that you love or by yourself, if they're okay with that. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> this was our podcast today. Scott, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> thanks for being here and showing up every week, I guess. <laughs> and I am so grateful for each of you that tunes in. I hope that this was helpful for someone and just giving you permission to enjoy this thing that God designed for you. And um, if you see me at my kid's school, say hi. But, you know, we don't have to talk about this specific episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all jokes, I so appreciate y'all being willing to be a part of this with us in a non-judgmental way and let us open, truly open up our lives to you in a way that hopefully is helping you. Yeah. So if you would like to talk about this or anything else, you can find me on Instagram at Tira Wages. If you're a man and you want to talk about sex, you can find Wes at Wes Wages. And happy, happy to talk about penises. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about penises. <laughs> um, no offense, guys. You're great. God designed you beautifully, you know, but I just don't want to talk about your penis. Thank you. Um, yes. And if you have not left us a five-star review, that would be so helpful. We really genuinely appreciate that. If you have a penis Tons. or a vagina and want to leave a five-star review. Just go for it. Yeah. Yes. Just we're opening the right in the title. Title it fireworks. And then I'll know exactly <laughs> which podcast you're referring to. <laughs> go do it right now. Thank you all so much. I know that life is a little crazy. And there are days that you feel a little crazy especially when you're just pouring sweat, making out with your fiance. And then two weeks later, 
feeling so much shame to even take off your shirt in front of your new husband. You are not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace.